Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Today's topic is the autoimmune fix. I am so excited about today's show because my special guest is someone that I greatly admire. He is Dr. Tom O'Brien. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Dr. O'Brien is a world expert on gluten and is considered the Sherlock Holmes for treating chronic disease and metabolic disorders from a functional medicine perspective. He holds adjunct faculty positions with the Institute for Functional Medicine and the National University of Health Sciences, which is my alma mater. He is the visionary behind the Gluten Summit, a grain of truth, bringing together 29 of the world's experts on the gluten connection to diseases, disorders, in a wide range of symptoms and ages. His 2016 critically acclaimed groundbreaking book is The Autoimmune Fix, and it outlines the step-by-step development of degenerative diseases and gives us the tools to identify our our disease or disease process years before the symptoms are obvious. Dr. O'Brien, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Oh, thank you. It's a real pleasure to be with you. So we are hearing so much more lately about autoimmune disease. It just seems like it's becoming a real epidemic. So can you talk about, like real briefly, some of the statistics on autoimmune disease for us in North America? Oh, you bet. You bet. Uh, uh, Immunologists have known for many, many years that um, we look at autoimmune diseases separately. For example, if if it affects your skin, you go to a dermatologist. If it affects your joints, you go to a rheumatologist. If it affects your brain, you go to a neurologist. If it affects your gut, you go to a gastroenterologist. And when you look at them separately, the numbers are not all that shocking, except for each of those diseases, they're rising exponentially much, much faster than ever before in history. But when you pool them together under the category of autoimmune disease, the way that we think of prostate cancer and breast cancer and ovarian cancer under the term cancer, that when you do the same with the autoimmune diseases, they... It's the number one mechanism in getting sick and dying in the world that we now know in the last 10 years, there have been many, many research papers published that show that cardiovascular disease, which we think is the number one cause of getting sick and dying in the world, is actually autoimmune in its beginning phases. It's triggered by an autoimmune mechanism. Cancer is autoimmune. So when you look at the numbers 
For the autoimmune diseases, they're the number three cause of getting sick and dying in the world behind cardiovascular disease and cancer. But when you look at mechanisms of getting sick, which is the base foundational premise of functional medicine, so when you look at the mechanisms that set you up to get sick, the primary mechanism in the world is your immune system attacking your own tissue, an autoimmune mechanism. And that is a critical concept for people to understand because when you want to be healthier, you want your kids to be healthier, you don't, uh, well, well, the way I say it is, you know, Mrs. Patient, if you've got black smoke coming out of the exhaust pipe of your car, you don't treat the exhaust pipe. So, you know, if you present uh, with a child that's got attention deficit and he can't focus in school, or you've got a middle-aged person whose joints are getting really inflamed and they're having a hard time walking up the stairs, you don't treat the joints. You, of course, take temporary measures to help the joints feel better, but you have to ask the question, where's it coming from? The black smoke coming out of the exhaust pipe of the car is coming from the other end of the car, far away. It's coming from the, the engine. There's something wrong in the engine in that example. So what we find is that with every degenerative disease, as far as I know, every degenerative disease is a disease of inflammation at the cellular level. It's always inflammation, and the mechanism is an autoimmune mechanism. So when people understand that, it doesn't matter what disease they present with. Of course it matters in terms of helping the patient feel better. Of course it does. But as doctors and healthcare practitioners, our job is to help people be healthy, not to help them have less knee pain. So what does it take to get healthy? Of course you get rid of the knee pain. Of course you have to focus on that. But that's not all that you focus on. You have to go upstream. It's called upstream because when you're in the river and you fall over the waterfall, you're done. But you go upstream, go up the river to figure out what got into the water that's about to go over the waterfall. So that is what the autoimmune fix is about. Um, that's what our entire message is, including betrayal that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, a docu-series. But it's all about people understanding where does all this start in your body? Where does it all begin? And how does it begin? Why does it begin? And you don't have to be a geek and read the science to figure out what to do about this. Once you understand the basic mechanisms, it becomes really clear. There is a trilogy in the development of autoimmune diseases. Three things for the number one mechanism in getting sick and dying in the world. Three things. One, you carry the gene that makes you vulnerable to that particular autoimmune disease. This is patient. If you pull at a chain, the chain always breaks at the weakest link. It could be at one end, the middle, the other end. It's your heart, your brain, your liver, your kidneys, wherever your genetic weak link is, that's where the chain's going to break. So that's genetics. That's the first of the three. Number two, an environmental trigger that sets it off. The straw that broke the camel's back. And it could be foods that you're eating that you may not know you have a sens sensitivity to. Uh, it could be environmental exposures like toxins. Um, the Environmental Working Group published a paper a couple years ago that 9 out of 10 newborn babies in the U.S. 
have an average of 283 toxic chemicals in their bloodstream at birth. These are chemicals that are not supposed to be there, but mom's been exposed to them, so baby's got them in their bloodstream. So that's environmental toxins, that there's a whole world of environmental toxins that we have to learn about. That's number two. And number three is when the protective barrier inside your intestines, that it's a single cell lining called the epithelial lining, when that protective barrier gets damaged, it's called a leaky gut. The technical term is intestinal permeability, but the slang term is leaky gut. And when people have a leaky gut, that's the gateway where these molecules that you eat get into the bloodstream through this gateway, the tears in the intestines, and allow the whole inflammatory cascade to begin. So three things. Once again, the gene, you can't do anything about that. The environmental triggers, you can do a lot about that. And pathogenic intestinal permeability, the, the leaky gut, you can do a lot about that. With that understanding of three mechanisms, scientists have been publishing now for 11 years. I think the first paper I saw was in 2005, and their language is you can arrest, that's their language, arrest the development of autoimmune disease by healing the gut. So that's the message in the book. That's the message in everything we're doing now is for people to understand this big picture and if you understand the big picture, then you can develop your game plan with your doctor to go after, let's get you healthier here now. Let's figure out what it's going to take to get you healthier. Oh, this is so fantastic, Dr. O'Brien. I wanted to ask you, what motivated you to write this book? Because I know there's more and more information out there about autoimmune disease, but clearly there was something missing, and you put it in your book. Well, it started... Um, uh, geez, I guess it started 36 years ago when my ex and I could not get pregnant. And I was an intern back in Chicago, uh, and I called the seven most famous doctors I'd ever heard of, holistic doctors, and I said, what do you do for infertility? And they were all kind enough to take my call, and they answered and told me what they do. I wrote everything down and put a program together. We were pregnant in six weeks. Uh, my neighbors, we lived in married housing, and um, they asked if I'd work with them, and she had been through artificial insemination, and nothing had worked. And I said, sure, happy to. And they, they were pregnant in three months. So before I graduated and went out into practice, we were hot to trot to help everyone get pregnant that wanted to get pregnant. And over the years, we've helped hundreds of couples um, with infertility or recurrent miscarriages or hormone imbalances. And, and there's not much in medicine that's all or every, but this isn't every. Every patient that had hormone imbalances of one type or another, every single patient had food sensitivities that they didn't know. They were eating foods that we think would be good for us, but for their bodies, it wasn't good. It just didn't cause stomach pain, that the weak link in their chain may have been their reproductive system, and so it caused reproductive system problems. Every single person had foods that they were eating that they were sensitive to. And that's an important component of fixing whatever functional problems people have, right? Because every disease at the cellular level is a disease of inflammation. So the first thing is stop throwing gasoline on the fire. 
And so you had to find out what foods people were eating that were inflammatory to them. So that got me into this. Um, 36 years ago, our daughter is now 36 years old, so I guess it's 37 years ago. And uh, uh, I learned that the most common food that people had a sensitivity to that was really pulling on their chain was wheat. So I started studying that more and more and started reading studies, and I've read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of studies over the last 25 years. And literally, uh, I'm a geek. I read the studies. And what became clear was that the sensitivity to wheat was a big culprit in autoimmune diseases. didn't matter if it was a thyroid and you had Hashimoto's or it was the brain and you had MS or it was the joints, you had rheumatoid uh, or it was the liver, you had hepatitis. It didn't matter where it was manifesting that the studies are very clear. There's over 20,000 studies on this now, 20,000 on this. Many, many research teams talk about this, that wheat may be the culprit throwing the gasoline on the fire for wherever the weak link is in your chain. doesn't matter where the weak link is in your chain. You have to stop pulling on the chain. And wheat was the most common one. And so as I read these studies and I saw that this was happening, I, I put together talks and I started lecturing to the professional community, doctors and nutritionists, in 2004, that's when I started lecturing, and by 2008, I was doing full eight-hour days on the topic uh, to hundreds of doctors at a time, and I did 28 full eight-hour day presentations in 2008 on wheat sensitivity with or without celiac disease, and the next year, 2009, I did 28 full eight-hour day presentations on autoimmunity. Because that's what people are suffering from. Yeah, wheat's the culprit that's throwing gasoline on the fire, or one of the culprits, and there, there are more, but wheat's a very common one. But the problem is autoimmunity. And the study started coming out in 2003 that really got me engaged in this whole thing about autoimmunity. It's just taken years to develop the big picture overview. But this is a study that's really important for your listeners. And it was Dr. Melissa Arbuckle. She's an MD, PhD, and she went to the VA hospital and looked for people with lupus. She found 130 people in this VA center that were diagnosed with card-carrying autoimmune disease lupus. Well, if they're in the VA center, they're veterans. If they're veterans, they were in the armed forces. If they were in the armed forces, they had their blood drawn many times over the years when they were in the armed forces. What, uh, whether it was the Army, the Navy, the Air Force. What most people don't know, though, is that the government has been saving and freezing all of that blood since 1978. They've got tens of millions of samples of our service people's blood frozen. So Arbuckle, Dr. Arbuckle went back and asked for permission to look at the blood of the people currently diagnosed with lupus from when they were healthy in the Navy or healthy in the Army or the Air Force. She got permission, and what did she find? She found that every single lupus patient had antibodies elevated to lupus years and years before they ever had a symptom. Years. The average was seven years, many of them nine years beforehand. They had these antibodies elevated, killing off their tissue, and they just hadn't killed off enough tissue yet to get symptoms. 
And when you look at the article and you see the graphs that she wrote in there um, of each of the seven antibodies, they all, seven years beforehand, are over the normal reference range. And they keep going up and up and up and up and up and up and up until they hit a certain point, they plateau. Now here come the symptoms because you've killed off enough tissue eventually that the tissue can't work right anymore. If it's your thyroid, your thyroid can't work right. Now you start getting thyroid symptoms. And six months to two years later, you get the diagnosis of thyroid autoimmune disease. Or in Dr. Arbuckle's case, it was lupus six months to two years later. So the question is, when did they get lupus? Well, it was way back here when the antibodies were elevated, killing off more tissue than they should be. That's when they got lupus, before they ever had symptoms. So eventually, they've got black smoke coming out the exhaust pipe. They've got the symptoms of lupus. For somebody else, it's the symptoms of Hashimoto's thyroid, or for somebody else, it's MS. But the mechanism is going on for years and years ahead of time. And it's called the prodromal period. That's a really good Scrabble word. The prodromal period, and actually prodromal is more in seven letters, but so you, you can't use it in Scrabble. Do you, do you see I'm a geek? So, <laughs> so you know, so pro, the prodromal period means you have elevated antibodies killing off your tissue, but you just don't have any symptoms yet. So now we have laboratories that do the blood test to see, do you have any antibodies elevated to your own tissue? And when you do these tests, and you find out you do, you say, but I feel fine. Well, you, of course you do now, but it won't be for long. Three years, five years, seven years, some of these tests, 14 years early, they can tell you if you're killing off tissue and you're going to get this disease. And it's called the positive predictive value. But after Arbuckle's article, immunologists all over the world said, that's brilliant. Let's do that with others. And so they went and looked for people with rheumatoid. They looked for people with celiac. They looked for people with Hashimoto's thyroid, with MS. And they've developed, there are many papers published on this now. It's called predictive autoimmunity. And when you look at the research papers, they tell you, if you have elevated TPO antibodies, for example, especially postpartum, you have a 92% positive predictive value you're getting Hashimoto's thyroid disease within seven years. 92% is going to happen. If you have ASCA antibodies elevated, that's uh, a yeast in the gut called Saccharomyces cerevisiae, and if you're making elevated antibodies to ASCA, you have a 100% positive predictive value. You're getting Crohn's disease within three years. And they've done this now for many different autoimmune diseases. So when you do the blood test, and you see what's cooking in your body before you have symptoms, it gives you that window of opportunity to do something about it, to figure out what's going on here. So my book, The Autoimmune Fix, is about this whole concept of this platform mechanism, meaning it's foundational for all degenerative diseases. The immune system attacking your own tissue, setting up the inflammation, for every, as far as I know, every degenerative disease, they're autoimmune in their initiating phases, every single one of them. So you can identify if your body, you, you, you can identify where's the weak link in the chain. And then once you see, it's, it's like a reality, oh my God, I've got elevated antibodies to myelin, really? But that causes MS, really? I feel fine, my brain's working fine. 
Yes, but if you look, the positive predicted value, if you've got elevated uh, myelin basic protein antibodies is 86% in seven years, you'll have MS. And so you see these studies and you go, oh my God, what do I do? Now you start asking the question, what do you do? And the scientists tell us you can arrest the development of autoimmune disease when you address the gut. And so you stop throwing gasoline on the fire, you find out what the environmental toxins are that you're dealing with, and you heal your gut. And then the antibody loads come down to normal range. We see it time and time and time again, irrespective of what disease we're looking at. You can arrest the development of autoimmune diseases by healing the gut. Dr. O'Brien, I was actually at one of your lectures in 2010. You were lecturing in Chicago. I was so fortunate to come see your lecture, and that was the first time I got to see you lecture. And I thought, where has this Dr. Tom O'Brien been all my life? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And you talked about Dr. Arbuckle's research. My jaw almost hit the table. And I just thought, wow, we really have to bring this information out to the public and you know what's so nice is with the internet and with having like like you did the gluten summit you recently did the betrayal series like this is really a great way to get this information out there because I know I learned from you that it takes many many years from some of this stuff in research to actually trickle up to 17 uh, years to a doctor's office 17 years that's the average from the time cutting-edge research is published that's accurate before the doctor down the street is using the practice. 17 years. That's the average. Not the exception. That's the average. Yeah, so when you ask your doctor a question and they kind of look at you like you have three heads and you're like, well, I just saw that on the Internet. I just heard about it from Dr. Whomever, this expert, that, that it does take a long time for this information to trickle up to everyday practice. So Dr. Tom O'Brien, can you talk a little bit about the betrayal series that you did? Oh gosh, yes, thank you. Um, I traveled the world and uh, interviewing the experts, the godfathers in autoimmunity. For example, Professor Yehuda Schoenfeld is in Tel Aviv. And one of the biggest credits to him is that 28 of the PhD students that received their PhD from him, there are many more than that, but 28 of them now chair departments of immunology in med schools and hospitals around the world. They're his students. This is the godfather. And I interviewed him three times. And um, his book had just come out, Vaccines and Autoimmunity. And it's a very technical book that talks about the mechanisms by which For some people, they're much more vulnerable that a vaccine can be pulling on the chain uh, for that person if they're genetically vulnerable to this. And the gene is HLA-DRB1. If you carry that gene, and 30% of the population does, you're at risk of having a reaction to a vaccine. And that's why there's such anti, one reason why there's such anti-vaccination movements now, because parents have seen their kids be damaged by vaccines. And there's truth to that. It's not true for everyone, but it is true for enough people that there's a whole groundswell movement that most of us have heard about. But this explains it. And Dr. Schoenfeld, the godfather of all of this, he says, Dr. O'Brien, if 
uh, he said, we're, we're very much in favor of vaccines. However, if someone carries the gene HLA-DRB1, then it is very important to be cautious in the delivery of vaccines, perhaps um, spacing them apart so that you don't give a newborn infant or a six-month-old three or four vaccines at one time if they're HLA-DRB1. You give them one if the parents decide to do that. You give them one so that their immune systems that are still developing have the opportunity to adjust to that vaccine because they've got this weak link in their chain, HLA-DRB1. You wait a few weeks, then you give another one. You wait a few weeks and you give another one. That that's a more rational way of approaching vaccines if parents decide to do vaccines. So that's the kind of science that you hear from these world experts. Uh, Professor Alan Ebringer at King's College in London that talks about the bacterial infection that many people get. Uh, it's a bacteria called Proteus. And if you have a Proteus infection, you're at high risk that you develop an autoimmune disease called rheumatoid arthritis. Or uh, Dr. Aaron Lerner from Israel, who has shown us that there is a blood test you can do to identify patients who are on the celiac spectrum seven years before they ever have celiac disease. And so that if they have this blood test, these antibodies elevated, then you say, look, you are on the celiac spectrum. The, the, there's no other reason for th this blood test to have this result. You are on the celiac spectrum. You're developing celiac disease, and it's going to take somewhere up to seven years, and you're going to be toast. So stop wheat now for those people. So we've got 85 of the world experts and their patients. We have a, a number of patients who reverse their MS. Re literally, completely reversed their MS. She had eight lesions in the brain, shows the MRIs. Now she only has one lesion, and it's very small, and she has no symptoms anymore. Um, uh, reverse their rheumatoid, reverse their lupus, reverse their psoriasis. All of these different autoimmune diseases and patients testifying uh, that they followed these guidelines from their doctors, the, the trilogy that I've just described to you, and their, their disease is in complete remission. And so we've got all of these doctors, all of this information online available to you. And it's at betrayalseries.com. That was the initial site, betrayalseries.com. And if you go there, you'll find the information. And then you can um, uh, listen to these world experts talk about this topic. So Dr. Tom O'Brien, I want to go back a little bit to the predictive autoimmunity. Yes. So as you were saying, there's blood tests that can be done, available in the U.S., available in Canada. And one of the really interesting things that I saw written in your book, you kind of outlined, depending what autoimmune marker came up, um, you know, within X amount of years, you know, the probable diagnosis. And so when people start implementing your protocol, that you talk about in your book, you know, going and swimming upstream, as you say. Yes. What, what should they expect as far as uh, feeling better, noticing results? That's a really good question. That's really good because you can go on and on and on and, and keep trying things. And uh, uh, you wonder, is it working? Is it not working? There's lots of protocols like that out there. But here's the bottom line. This is what I believe. And 
some doctors uh, feel awkward when I say this, but this is what I believe, and I told this to my patients all the time, and that is three weeks, Mrs. Patient, you give me three weeks. If you don't notice that you're functioning better, not that your things are healed, but you should have more energy, or you should be sleeping better, or your pain should be reducing, three weeks. If you don't notice changes in three weeks, then I miss something, and we have to start over, because there's no reason why you don't notice a change for the better. It can take two years to successfully deal with something, but there's no reason why you shouldn't notice a change for the better within three weeks. And my friend, Dr. David Jones, uh, the president emeritus of the Institute for Functional Medicine, he put it really distinctly, and he says this often in his talks. He says uh, when he goes into a treatment room to see a patient and uh, he sits down with the patient and the patient says, I'm no better. And he asks a few questions and they've done exactly what he has recommended they do, but they're not feeling any better. Then he says, uh, excuse me for a moment, please. And he walks out, he closes a file and he walks out of the room. Takes a deep breath, walks back in, closes the door walks up to the patient, shakes their hand, and says, Hi, I'm Dr. Smith. Dr. Jones asked me to come in here because he doesn't have a clue what's going on and why you aren't better. Let's start over. And then Dr. Jones will just start over from the very beginning. Tell me about your mother's pregnancy with you. And just starts asking all the questions that a doctor needs to know that may have a role to play in that patient's symptoms that they're presenting with. Because the rule of thumb is, you follow the protocols that your doctor recommends, you should feel better. It may take a few weeks, but you should notice that you're on the right track. You're moving in the right direction. Period. No reason why not. That's, that's the bottom line. Uh, so and every patient should notice that when you're following your doctor's protocols, if you're doing them completely and not just putting your toe in the water, that if... Um, the doctor has nailed it and is on the right track, you should notice you're feeling better within three weeks, period. Absolutely. So for the listeners out there, no matter how bad it is, I recommend you get Dr. O'Brien's book called The Autoimmune Fix and read it and start implementing his suggestions. And you should start feeling changes. They might be small changes. They might be small forward steps, but you're moving forward. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Dr. You should know that you, sh- you should know that you're on the right track yeah. and you're and you're moving forward. That should be clear. You may wish you were getting well faster. Everybody wants to be well yesterday. Yeah. But the bottom line for everyone is that base hits win the ball game. You keep trying to go for a home run that's going to cure you of whatever has taken years to develop. And you're going to keep struggling and just heading down the wrong pathway. That base hits win the ball game. Base hits worked for the Cubs this year. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> anything can happen. If the Cubs can win the World Series, anything Any, can happen. Anything's like, possible. That's right. <laughs> Do- Dr. O'Brien, we only have a few more minutes left. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you think is really important for our listeners to know? Well, there's a world of stuff, you know, but uh, the the big picture, the big picture is that your body is trying to protect you. 
your immune system is trying to protect you. And what happens, and there are many reasons, and we talk about it in betrayal, and we talk about it in the book, The Autoimmune Fix, there are many reasons why the body starts um, attacking your own tissue. And you can, there's a checklist. For example, Dr. Dale Bredesen at UCLA, he runs the Buck Institute at UCLA, that's the Alzheimer's Research Center. He published a paper reversing Alzheimer's, card-carrying Alzheimer's patients at UCLA, reversing it in 9 out of 10 people within five years. Completely reversing it. This unheard of result. And 9 out of 10 people, how did he do it? There's a checklist. There's 34 things on the checklist. Do they have a wheat sensitivity? Do they have a dairy sensitivity? Do they have any other food sensitivities? Are they eating proper foods? Do they get enough sleep? Are they exercising? Do they have quiet time where they pray to God or meditate but just have quiet time? There's a whole list of stuff of how we're supposed to take care of our bodies. And people don't know this. We think we're part of the Pepsi generation or the Coke, you know, Coca-Cola, you know, life's better with a Coke. And we think it's okay because they brainwashed us with all of these ads about garbage food and garbage drugs and feeding our bodies all this garbage. And then we want, listen, just a couple of days ago, there was an article that came out. I was on an airplane and I was reading the newspaper and the World Wildlife Federation, in conjunction with two universities, published that uh, there has been a 57% reduction in all wildlife on the planet since 1970. And I said, well, that's too bad. And I kept on reading. Then I landed back home. I live in San Diego. I landed and went to the parking lot, got in the car, started driving home. I'm on the freeway. I almost slammed on the brakes when I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've wiped out 57% of everything living on the planet? 57% of all the elephants, the rhinoceroses, the rainbow trout, the grasshoppers, the honeybees? 57% of it's been killed off in the last 46 years. This is not natural evolution. This is the toxic world we live in. Remember I said there's three things in the development of autoimmune disease. The gene, you can't do a thing about that. Environmental toxins is number two. This is the world we're living in that's killing off everything. Way too much chemicals. And then heal the gut. Focus on your gut. That's the trilogy in autoimmunity. This is the platform, ladies and gentlemen, that you look to this platform. Where is my body right now on the spectrum? Where is it? Do I have an autoimmune mechanism going on now, killing off my tissue? And when you understand, you can't fix what you don't know. And if you see black smoke coming out the exhaust and you go to treat the exhaust pipe because that's where the black smoke is. I mean, that's the rationale doctors use. Well, you, you come in with joint pain, I'm going to treat your joints. And that's the rationale they're using. We have to take a step back to have a bigger picture overview. Of course, you treat the joints if that's where the pain is, but you don't focus there. You focus on where's it all coming from. We have to do that because we're killing off everything on the planet, including us. For the first time in the history of the human species, the New England Journal of Medicine published a paper that says children born today are going to get sick at an earlier age than their parents, get diagnosed with autoimmune diseases at earlier ages than their parents, and die at an earlier age than when their parents die. 
First time in the history of the human species, we're shortening our lifespan. We've killed off 57% of everything on the planet already, and it's because they're drinking the water coming out of the streams and don't have filtration, which is why we, are, we haven't killed off 57% of all of us yet. That's a primary mechanism. The world is so toxic, we have to wake up. We have to wake up to what we're doing, and this concept is the platform for everyone to just start asking the right questions of their doctors, which will demand their doctors start learning more about this. This is basic science. So excuse my uh, intensity on this. I'm a bit of a uh, uh, harbinger here. This is a wake-up call. This is a real wake-up call. Kids are projected to have shorter lifespans than their parents. Wake up, everyone. Wake up and learn how to ask the right questions of your doctors and make the right choices in taking care of yourselves and your family. Dr. O'Brien, thank you so much for sharing all this fantastic information with us today and and seriously helping a lot of our listeners wake up. Um, How can our listeners find out more about you and where can they find your book? Where can they find your betrayal series? And and where can they find the Gluten Summit too? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Let's see, the Gluten Summit, and still it's just so relevant. People will learn so much and your jaw will drop when you listen to those 29 experts. That's at theglutensummit.com. Betrayal, the autoimmune disease solution they're not telling you, is at betrayalseries.com. And our website for the book, The Autoimmune Fix, is thedr.com. That's the doctor. Don't spell the word doctor out, just the abbreviation, thedoctor.com. Dr. O'Brien, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has been an awesome interview. Oh, thank you so much. It's a real pleasure to be with you. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Dr. Tom O'Brien. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carey is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carey is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.